It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Pop it because it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Pop it because it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got the tea. If you don't pop it with me, he. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got Shanghai. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got Shanghai. Chronicles, Shanghai. Chronicles, Shanghai. America, twerk is something. What you won't do? I got the tea. Shanghai Chronicles. Shanghai Chronicles. Hey, hey, twerk it, hey, twerk it. Shanghai, hey, hey, Chronicles. Shanghai Chronicles. Shanghai. Hey, good people. Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles, episode fifty-nine. Receipts. Do you have the receipts? Okay. Uh, it's four days until midterm elections. Good people, November the 6th. I went out for early voting in Maryland. It was a good turnout. A lot of people were there. I was very happy to see everyone out there voting. So uh, make sure you guys get to the polls and make sure you do your research on your candidates. Even if you have to do last minute research, just make sure you go to the polls and vote because this is a crucial election. The midterms are very crucial, um, so make sure you go out there and have your voices heard by going to vote. Um, so, a bitch is about to be on vacation. I'm about to be going on a cruise, okay? It's leaving today, all right? I know that I said I would give you episodes on Sunday, but this one's going to be an earlier one because I'm going to be floating away in paradise with my drink. Pop it, pop it, pop it. And you know, it's a, a fan a favorite of the show, New York Neem's birthday. So this is going to be her birthday cruise, okay? She's turning. I won't even tell you how old she's turning, but shout out to Neem. Happy early birthday. And we're going to turn it up and have us a good time. So let's get into the show, good people. Damn America. So Indiana, an Indiana woman arrested after leaving a racist note on her neighbor's door. Some people find niggas stressful. And you know what? Deborah Cantwell, okay, that's her name. Guess what? I find niggas stressful too. They stress me out all day long, okay? Especially the fuckboy niggas. They get on my nerves to the umph power. You understand what I'm saying? They don't never know what they want to do. They don't never know where they want to go. They ain't never got no money. They ain't never want to do nothing, okay? So I agree with you. I'm done with the niggas too. I'm tired of the fuckboys. They get on my nerves. But even still, me and Deborah are not on the same page, even though I said I agree with her. Homegirl, okay, was decided that she basically was demanding her neighbor to move their biracial son out of the all-white neighborhood, okay? So they said that, you know, around 1.30 in the morning, okay, this bitch got time. And she's like 63 years old. So why are you up at 1.30? Okay. The child's father calls to report that their home had been covered with toilet paper. Oh, and she's out here doing childish ass shit, covering people's house with toilet paper. And a note was found affixed to their door. And the mother of the child, I guess, um, shared a photo on her GoFundMe page letter written by Cantwell. A page started to raise money to fight a hate crime. So basically the, the letter wrote, no niggas wanted in this neighborhood. This is a white neighborhood. Okay, this is a white neighborhood, but in all caps. Some people find niggas stressful due to 33 years of negative experience and it caused serious health issues. Your nigga kid is not welcome. You can sell your home and make money on it right now. By the way, Hope you have deep pockets. Well, listen here, bitch. The only thing that I agree with you about is, like I said, you right. 
niggas is stressful due to the 31 years of my life a bitch has been through some things and you're right it does cause health issues it even cause identity crisis shit one time nigga stressed me out so much a bitch wasn't even getting dressed okay bitch hair wasn't done bitch wasn't groomed nigga stressed me out to the unth power so you're right about that sis these niggas do stress me out but on the other hand who the fuck are you? I'm so tired of these white people thinking they neighborhood watch and they know what's so good and know what's so right for the community. Y'all don't know shit, okay? And then on top of that, you're 63 years old. You should be thinking about something that you want to do. Maybe go to a knitting class. Maybe go to fucking bingo. Maybe watch the fucking prices Right. Maybe wait for the young and restless. Something that 63-year-olds do. Okay, not writing notes and thinking that you, you know, bullying people out the neighborhood. That's not going to work. And now you done got your ass locked up. You facing a damn misdemeanor charge, okay, and criminal mischief, okay, at 63 years old. 63, when you could have just been floating, you could have just been went into the old folks, send your home to a little dance they probably done had, a Christmas party, hell, a Halloween party, you probably could have went as the damn devil, you know, you could have been doing things, you could have been meeting you a man, and he could have been stressing you out and causing you fucking health problems, God rest her soul, but you could have been doing those things, but instead, you decided to be the nosy ass any neighbor and everybody's business and thinking that you're going to bully the people out of here because it's an all-white neighborhood. So, who cares? You know what I do when I'm in the all-black neighborhoods and I see the white lady and the white man walking down the street? You know what a bitch do? A bitch is just looking, just wondering, well, one, why the fuck are y'all walking so slow? And two, where the hell y'all going? I don't even walk around here at 1.30 in the morning. Where the fuck y'all going? So, you know, you, yet again, is being a negative Nancy, okay? And you thinking that that little note was going to intimidate somebody and that you thought that we was going to pack up, ship out, and get the fuck on? Hell no. Hell no. Um, so... The neighbor expected and told, you know, the police that he expected it was the neighbor who put the letter in, did the TPN at the house with the toilet paper and all that other stuff, and even got text messages from the lady. So I guess, you know, she, you know, has been texting them, and she was just saying, I'm stressing now that we're going to get black neighbors, she texts. I'm hoping that more people look at the house and all white family are ultimate buyers. I'm afraid the stress of black neighbors could put me in the hospital, she continued. No, bitch, the stress of you wanting and being nosy of the black neighbors is going to put you in the hospital. Because they ain't done a goddamn thing to you, okay? She admitted to the authorities that she was the person responsible for the toilet paper of the neighboring's home and composing the letter. And then, you know, of course, they hit it with the, she hit it with the, oh, the blacks get away with it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That little fucking rant that they always do. And um, she was just trying to let them, saying that she was just trying to let them know that they really want welcome and all this other stuff. And she just needed to let off some steam. Well, you know what? One thing we're going to give her award for is she didn't call the police. She just took it upon herself. And she decided that she was going to be a bully. And that she was going to go and TP their fucking home. Now, she's 63 years old. And she's up there throwing toilet papers up. Who even knows how big this house is. But she's just throwing toilet papers and doing all of this shit at 63. 63 and she could have just been doing something else she could have just been knitting talking to her girlfriend you know baking some pies baking some cakes she could have been doing something like that but instead she decided to get nasty to get nasty so her sentencing um her hearing is on november the 19th so we really do feel bad for you sis look at her oh poor thing Poor thing. The niggas done got on your nerves, sis, because they get on my nerves every day. Every nigga that be in my DMs and talking all crazy, you know, doing all this yapping and papping, they get on my nerves every day, sis. They like a, you right, they like a goddamn allergy. I just allergic to them. I can't get rid of their asses. They just keep coming back, and the bitch keeps getting sick. So, shout out to you, Deborah. 
Now we're going to get into Damn America. So Jermaine Dupri collaborates with the NFL on the Super Bowl concerts because he says that boycotts aren't really fixing anything. So it sounds like to me that Jermaine may be a little broke. Um, you know, everyone from Rihanna to Cardi B to J&B, J and Beyonce, like nobody is doing the Super Bowl um, at all. Everyone has declined because of, you know, of course, of Colin Kaepernick. And here he goes, you know, I think because the Super Bowl is going to be in Atlanta. So his whole thing is like, you know, Atlanta has a lot of dope people. You know, we should... We should look into, you know, getting this, this, that, and the third. So the producer decided to, he, Jermaine decided to partner with the NFL to produce the free Super Bowl promo concerts to honor Atlanta's musical legacy. And I feel like at the end of the day, he probably is only really doing this shit because he doesn't have any, you know, the bread is probably getting low. The tour just started and I think some of the dates are fucking canceled. And my thing is like, if you don't stand for nothing, you stand for anything. And I feel like at the end of the day, Jermaine, these people are doing this because it's not because of the money, because they really truly don't need it. It's because of what the cost of it is. Yeah, you may feel that the boycott's not doing shit, but guess what? I ain't seen you at none of them. I ain't seen you construct none of them. I ain't seen you put nothing together. I ain't seen you done shit. So as far as I'm concerned, you just really care about showing Atlanta's legacy and that's fine. That's that's great. But you have to also remember that majority of Atlanta's legacy are black people. And if it wasn't for some of the things that the black people are standing for in Atlanta, some things probably wouldn't even get done, okay? So, you know, he feels that this shit is unbelievable. You know, he said... Um, the reason why he decided to work with the lead is because the boycott and the marches don't seem like they work to him. And he think they should send a message while they're on stage and take advantage of your platform. Now, that may be true. They may be able to, you know, perform and, you know, take advantage of the message just that and the third. But at the end of the day... Fuck that over eight shit. Tell the Grammys that we selling out. Grant, listen, Jay-Z and Beyonce already selling stadiums, okay? They selling stadiums. They ain't doing no fucking Super Bowl. They selling stadiums. They ain't fucking thought, okay? So let's see who he comes up with, you know what I'm saying? Um, Let's see what he puts together. I mean, he, I guess he feels that people in, uh, ignore boycotts. Um, I didn't see that people ignore them. I seen plenty of people out there fucking boycotting, but... Let's see how this works on his favor. I mean, I totally don't agree with him at all. I feel like if you want the voices to be heard, this, that, and the third, I think that people should stop doing things. They should say no. Because when they say no and the people see that they don't have the popular person that they know they're going to get ratings and things from for this Super Bowl, then they're really going to be, you know, wondering, oh, well, why don't this person want to do it? And what can we do? Because at the end of the day, they know what they're doing to Colin Kaepernick. They, the NFL knows that their ratings are not the best. Okay. But Jermaine, if this is what you want to do, this is what you feel is best and, you know, more power to you. Go ahead and do it. But it's not in my favor. I don't agree. And I, you know, want to see how you take it and see how that goes there. So, you know, so shout out to the Indiana woman, you know, who said that, you know, niggas can be stressful. You right, sis. They stress the fuck out of me every day. Bitches get pimples and all types of shit. Okay. And shout out to Jermaine Dupri who feels that, you know, he needs to collaborate with the NFL for the Super Bowl concerts. And, you know, he feels that the boycotts aren't effective, but he never has been to any of the boycotts. I have never heard him speak of any such thing as far as supporting anything. Hell, I didn't even hear him tell people to go vote. So, look, you know, when people get a little money hungry and things don't go the way that they think that they should go when they plan things, they hop on other ventures. So, hey, damn America to that. So, our rising star is Kia Patterson. So, Kia Patterson, she opens up the Comp Compton's first black-owned grocery store. Um, so, 
She worked in grocery stores for 17 years before becoming the owner of a grocery outlet in 2017. After competing, training with the company, she felt like the company was dedicated to its franchises. She felt like, you know, they really care about the people. A lot of companies, um, they really, you know, she saw that they primarily only cared about money and profit and things like that. Um, so... Um, she said, you know, she made the decision to own her own grocery outlet so that it could have the freedom, she could have the freedom to be able to do what she wanted to do and not what the pigeon hold, you know, pigeon hold her to anything. And now she has the ability to set her own destiny. Um, before she took over the store, there were nine employees who took charge. She had a staff of 25 people and she's willing to work beside her employees. She said, I'm not one of the owners that dictates things. I mop the floor. I do car runs. She said, I'm very hands-on with my team and there's nothing I would ask them to do that I wouldn't do myself. Um... Uh, she hosts events to help people who live near the store. She said it's not about providing good quality food. She said what have what I've always been about is giving back. Like I have a school driving in August. It's about playing that role, helping with fundraising for with schools and being there not to just say, Hey, come get your groceries from me, but also helping out the community. So shout out to Kia Patterson. I think that is dope. She's in Compton, California. First black woman, well, she's not the first black woman, let me take that back, but she's a black woman that started a grocery store in Compton, California. It's called Compton Grocery Outlet. So, shout out to her. I think that is dope. Uh, so, let's get into it, y'all. So, let's get into what we're going to do. Because when I get on this boat, y'all, I'm going to be... The first thing I do is twerk on the boat. I'm going to have a drink in my hand, and I'm just going to be twerking away, having me a good time. I'm just going to be like, hey, hey, twerk, 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 twerk. I'm just going to be twerking like crazy. So the Twerk Something segment is here. And Bad Boys 3 has been confirmed, okay? Will Smith put a video up of him and Martin Lawrence, and it has been confirmed. But I think they left somebody out because Gabrielle Union, you know, she had some little, you know, she had some emojis going on. Like, hey, what's going on? I ain't know about this type thing. So I wonder, did they, you know, leave her out? Like, what's going on with that? But I think, you know, Martin really needed this because at first, you know, I don't know if he was like hands on, if he was really down to do it, but now he's down to do it. I'm excited. I'm going to have to really watch Bad Boys 1 and 2 to see exactly like everything that occurred, what happened, so I can get myself refreshed for Bad Boys 3 because I clearly do not remember anything because it was so long ago. So I don't even remember half of the stuff that happened through the whole damn thing. So I'm definitely going to have to refresh my memory, but I'm excited. Um, I'm happy for Martin Lawrence. Of course, I would, I'm loving to see him back on the tizub, like he would say, because, you know, he, you know, was gone for a while since the Martin days. So, you know, we'll see how that goes, but I'm excited for him. So it's getting, you know, out there. It's free out there for everyone to get ready for to see. Okay. They made a post, so it's out there. It's free for you to go and look at on Instagram, okay? We ain't got to speculate into more, okay? Okay? Because they gave us the receipts, okay? Uh, speaking of receipts, so Matt Barnes, he attempts to have child support payments lowered to his ex-wife. So, you know, him and Gloria has been going through some things. Um, she beat her case or whatever, so she's a free woman. Um, so... She escaped, like I told y'all, the felony charges and all that other shit. Now, this is my thing with this couple. So, he filed papers to get his child support payments lower per month. So, apparently, he pulls in $1,061 per month and is expected to pay $20,000 to Gloria, as well as pay for the kids' private school tuition. Uh... He claims that now, since he got the kids more, he shouldn't have to be shelling out the same amount of money to Gloria. And plus, she ain't had nothing since Basketball Wives 2011. Now, he ain't lying about that. So, sis ain't got no jobs. This is my whole thing with this little relationship they got going on. Um, He's about to have a whole baby. <laughs> like, he is about to have a whole fucking baby. So... 
it would make sense that he wants the child support payments like lowered because he has a whole nother newborn coming in and he probably is preparing himself for what his new baby mother probably gonna put him through because we don't even know if they in love we don't even know if they like we don't know nothing about them so he has to make sure that he can afford all three kids and he has to make sure that he can afford these child support payments because these bitches hit hard okay they want their money right away like they want twenty thousand fifty thousand forty thousand like they want all the money so it's hard to determine um what's going to be um apparently they're saying that he only will be making one dollars $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $
these bitches listen. So another thing, um, speaking of, you know, houses, um, I don't even know how to, you know, so Tamar is getting her own show and it's going to be without Vince and I mean, I'm happy for her and everything, but I don't really know if I can look at Tamar by herself for a long period of time. I mean, I guess the show maybe will be an hour, but it's just like, what are we going to see with her? Like, what is the storyline? I guess it's going to be about her now and her with her Nigerian prince. Like, I just don't know what to really expect from this, like, show, but, you know, that's what's new with her. It's coming, apparently, so... We'll see. We'll see how that goes. I'm not that interested. I really don't care that much because Tamar has really been fucking pissing me off. I just want her to focus on her singing and just sing her face off and just determine from there. But sis is just always, you know, doing the most. So we'll see how that show goes. Um, Speaking of doing the most, so Brandy versus Princess. So no, I'm not talking about Brandy the singer. I'm talking about Brandy, the little short one from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. She was on it with the nigga who had the fucked up teeth. Yeah, him. So, him and her and Princess went at it on Instagram. Like, bitch, they, can't, they had the fucked up receipts, bitch. The receipts was everywhere. So, apparently, Brandy put a picture up of, um, princess daughter melanie and she was just not having it she went in for the kill so like apparently like they've been like beefing or something and um she was just saying how you know she never spoke to her outside of love and hip-hop and why she acting like they were cool and they were friends because they never ever had a conversation whatsoever. That shit got messy. So, you know, Brandy, Brandy apparently is on her spiritual journey. And, you know, she didn't want to get messy boots with her. But what I don't understand is why the fuck did Lyrica get in it? Like, okay, Lyrica, we know that Princess is your friend, girl. But this is not even fucking between you. Brandy ain't say nothing about you. And here the fuck you go. In the fucking comments saying your little two-piece. Bitch, we don't want your two-piece. This is about fucking Brandy and Princess. This is all that we care about. We don't get we don't care about your little two-piece, about what you got going on. We an ex, okay? So she need to really mind her business. Her and her do. Like, mind your fucking business. But anyway, they fucking be fan and you know, Princess is just saying, like, you know, she must admit that I don't fuck with you, like I said. She's like, don't post my baby. And, girl, she went and took it there about, you know, because I'm Brandy in one season. This bitch has stole the kids' money from the trust fund, okay? She stole the kids' money from the trust fund, and she opened up a store. So, Brandy had to bring that up. I mean, Princess had to bring that up. Listen, these receipts here these receipts was everywhere it was beautiful bitch was like yes 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 receipts yes yes you know then princess talked about her forehead i'm glad princess talked about her forehead because that fucking forehead was so big in the goddamn video i couldn't even focus i was like damn this bitch forehead is big but it's it must be filled with some knowledge or some mess i don't know what is filled with some crazy but this bitch right here so they beefing. And you know, I hate when people be like, oh girl, you don't want me to bring it. Bring it out. Bring the receipts out. I want to see them. This is called receipts. Bring the receipts out. Don't keep telling me and teasing me and telling me you got them. Bring them. Bring them out. Bring them out. Bring them out. Bring the receipts. Okay? So, you know, they fucking beefing, but, you know, we'll see how this plays out. You know, her whole thing was like, look, don't fucking post my baby no more, okay? Because I don't even fuck with you like that. So, don't post my baby. So, you know, Brandy always, you know, said that her and Ray J were like cousins or God, something. I don't fucking know. You know how they do that play shit between black families. Everybody, your cousin, your your uh, brother, your sister, your mother from two years ago. Like, everybody always do that card. So, you know, you, we'll see how that goes. But it was messy. It was messy. It was messy and I loved it. I loved it. Loved it. 
it. So, you know, speaking of receipts, so Megan Kelly has some demands. So, of course, everybody knows that Megan, you know, was saying that, you know, she got fired because of the whole blackface thing. And now, you know, she's demanding her money and she's like look if y'all don't give me my bread i'm gonna pull out she got receipts i'm gonna pull out receipts on everybody up in here okay i'm gonna pull them out and look at me i'm like megan bitch pull them i'm waiting i want to know what the fuck the t is at nbc bitch pull them out okay if you gotta pull them out to get your money bitch then do what you got to do okay because i want to know who doing what i wants to know who snitched on who i wants to know who do that like bitch pull the receipts out okay this is this is your money you talking about you got to pull the receipts. I'm encouraging you. Just pretend, Megan, that I'm your life coach, okay? And I'm coaching you to pull the receipts. Pull the receipts. Pull them out. Pull them out. Pull the receipts out, okay? If you say you got dirt on everybody and you know all this business and all this tea, pull it out, bitch. Pull them out. Pull them out, okay? And speaking of pulling them out, so y'all know Cardi and Nikki what you know had their 265,000 fight okay this is number 265,000 this is the number that we had with this with this Cardi and Nikki beef we had 265 this is the 265 time that they've been fucking fighting and going at it okay so Nikki did her little fucking radio show and she went on there and wanted to address how Raw Ali beat the shit out of Cardi and they got, oh, she got receipts, but she got footage, footage, she got footage of the fight and how Raw was just banging and banging Nikki, banging and fucking Nikki up, fucking Nikki up. So, you know, it got back to fucking Cardi. And Cardi did a thing of videos and was like, you know, bitch, if you got the footage, you know, drop the motherfucking footages, drop it. I ain't fucking thought. She's like, you know, you messing up your legacy, acting all crazy. Then this bitch pulled out receipts. Okay, she had receipts too. All right, she pulled out receipts from her phone, showing text messages, showing phone calls. And then Nikki done pulled out receipts from fucking deals. Then Wilhelmina done got in it. Then fucking Jason Lee done got in it. Now, how he got in it is because Nikki gave him cocksucker something of the day bullshit. And he got on fucking Instagram and he let us, you know, know let us know a little bit of fucking tea. And then this nigga, ooh, this nigga said, let me get home and make these videos so I can tell y'all which girl is out here selling pussy. Who's selling pussy, Jason? Who's selling that kitty, Jason? He said he got the receipts and guess what? I'm waiting on the receipts, Jason. Who is selling that kitty? Who giving the kitty up, Jason? Jason Lee, who giving the kitty? Okay. Now, we all know it's probably Nikki. Nikki probably giving her kitty up because she did say that Tiger bought her this and fucking Quavo bought her bags. We all know that Nikki got that silent coochie okay she got that silent coochie you know that coochie i told y'all a couple of episodes that you know it's real silent niggas don't you know you don't really know who hit it or whatever like that because it's silent coochie masika got it too silent coochie so you know i want to know jason give me the receipts of who giving a kitty who's giving a kitty jason who's giving a kitty is it Nicky? It's fucking Nicky. I know it is. I know it is. So he done got up into the fight. Listen, this fight is just beyond, okay? These bitches is fighting back and forth. They done had receipts. They done had, they done got the receipts notarized. They done got motherfucking stamps on the receipts. They done got fucking postal stamps on the receipts. They done went and got their fucking rent. You know how when you go pay your rent and they stamp your fucking money orders? They done got that shit stamped. These fucking receipts just kept flowing, 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 flowing all fucking night. And finally, 
finally, I guess Nikki was tired for fucking pulling out all the fucking receipts. And this bitch said, listen, I'm done. I'm like, thank God, bitch. Because I was so fucking tired of looking at all the receipts. Between y'all two bitches, okay? Listen, at this point, we just need to get these bitches in a celebrity boxing game for charity. And we can just get these bitches in a, you know, in a ring. And they can just fuck each other up. Because at this point, they just what they need to do. They need to fucking fight. And, you know, at first, you know, I wasn't fucking for But at this point in time, I'm fucking for I'm ready. I'm trying to see them fuck each other up. I'm just trying to see them fight. At this point, fuck. Gloves is off. Receipts already been out the bag. Just let them fight. Just let them, you know, just let them fuck it up. Fuck each other up. That's all they need to do, pretty much, at this time. Because I'm tired of the fight in between these two bitches. I'm sick of it. It's about beyond. And Nikki is a fucking clown. And like Cardi said, yeah, bitch, your legacy is getting destroyed with all this bullshit that you doing, okay? So it's just like fucking spare us. Us, but all we're gonna do is continue to pray for them. But you know, we do got one message Jason Lee, can you please give us the receipts of who's selling their kitty? Who's selling their kitty, Jason? Who giving up the kitty? Is it Nikki? Because I want to know. I need to know. Okay, I need to know. Hmm. I need to know. So, we'll see. Um, <laughs> This is a crazy one, y'all. So, this British woman says she had sex with 20 ghosts. <laughs> and she finally found one that she wanted to settle down with. So, basically, y'all, she finally found 20 of her fingers or 20 of her sex toys that she really 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 likes okay because ain't no bitch having no fucking sex with no ghost all right yeah she having sex with ghosts all right so the point of the matter is what we're going to do for this young lady we're going to just pray and we're going to pray that the ghosts are treating her right. And we're going to pray that the ghosts are getting her to the highest point of the climax that she can get. And we're just going to pray that somebody in her family, friends, or whoever will take her to go get evaluated. Because it's clear that something is there. Something is there. Because, girl, I need to see the receipts of these ghosts. Where are they? Where did they come from? I need to see them immediately. Okay? Immediately. So let's see. What you got? What what you got for us? Okay? And then... Hmm. So Amari Hardwick, you know, he went off on a fan because a fan wanted a picture. And Amari was just like, you know... I'm not giving no picture because I'm out here with my family and it's family day, yada, yada, yada. And then, you know, when he's on the breakfast club, he really went in and talked about how um, his wife did so much for him and yada, yada, yada. And it was just like, okay, first of all, we didn't really need all of that. And third of all, I, I mean, first of all, we didn't need all of that. Bitch just jumped to three because the shit was getting on my nerves. Second of all... I understand his point of view. Not about the she took care of me shit or whatever like that. Because I I don't give a fuck about that. Women take care of niggas all day. But I understand when he's just like, okay, you know what? I'm with my family. This is family day. I don't want to take a picture. I'm trying to enjoy my family. You know, this, that, and the third. And us as fans, we really do have to respect that. Because even though these people are celebrities and, you know, they're of a status or whatever the case may be, we have to still understand that they are still human and they, you know, still try to be as normal as possible. So for him going out with his family, that was like a family moment. But nigga, where you threw me off at in this um Breakfast Club interview is that you went in to talk about how she done done so much for you, your wife, and how you was broke. Like, what the fuck does that have to do with you not wanting a picture with the fucking fan? That doesn't even... 
that doesn't even clash. Like, that doesn't even go together. It didn't transition together. Like, I was just lost with that piece. You had me. You had me. Okay? And then I just was lost. Like, I just floated in space because I just didn't know what the fuck you were talking about. But, you know, I do agree with you about, you know, the no pictures things. I mean, damn, he sounds like Northwest. No pictures, please. No pictures, please. And guess what? Motherfuckers respected her and she only four. So I understand where you coming from. I get it. I get it, my brother. But, um, please, uh, just leave, you know, the story of how you and your wife got together. You know, we didn't really asked for it we didn't really you know need it to be honest uh you know I don't think it was something that was just like oh okay like let's feel bad like we don't feel bad for that at all you know we know that you you know needed to make it so you know it, it is what it is at that point so hey um growing up in hip-hop so, you know, I already said that Masika was giving silent coochie and she's giving a silent coochie to Bow Wow or she's already had gave it to Bow Wow. But this girlfriend of Bow Wow's, I don't know if the bitch is crazy or just insecure. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, first of all, you're with Bow Wow, okay? Um... He is going to go out to the club. He's going to do... So, I think she feels like, you know, she done came in this wholesome girl. And she... Basically, I think she feels like she's going to change his life type thing. And that's not what he is, like, doing. You know what I'm saying? So, it was just like, yo, she was like, oh, make sure you're home before the street lights come on. I'm just like, what the fuck is this bitch talking about? And then you got Masika trying to give relationship advice, and this bitch is a whole baby mother. Like, girl, what the fuck? Who the fuck is taking advice from you and that fucking lisp? That fucking lisp of hers get on my nerves so goddamn bad. Y'all don't even know, okay? It was like, every time I just hear her talk, I just be like, I'm like, girl, ugh, stop. Oh, God, spare me, but... Growing up in hip-hop is really good this season, I must say. Atlanta is really bringing it. I'm honestly glad they got rid of Regine because she was getting on my nerves. But the people that they got now is a good fit. And that Bow Wow and his girlfriend, they are fucking something else, okay? And you know, she had to let Bow Wow know that she wasn't going to just be no baby mother. Okay, she wasn't going to be no baby mother. And Baba was looking at her and was like, bitch, that's all I was going to really give you. But, okay, now you let me know. Shit, I might have to fuck up and do some things. You ain't got to be baby mother or wife. But, you know, you know how that goes. And speaking of baby mother, so Alexis Sky, A1, you know, chimes in on Solo Lucci. He chimes in on their... uh. <laughs> like a picture or something that got put up and basically was just saying like oh bro you know you sure you need to get a dna test listen a1 i did said the same thing like i did a fucking pick snitch like i did of kylie jenner and uh travis and i put solo lucci and alexis got baby together and i you know mashed it well together make sure i got the eyes because you can tell from the eyes and everything if that's the baby and the nose and shit and solo lucci is your baby father alexis like we have really determined good paternity tests on this show and solo lucci is your baby father girl so i don't know why you like embarrassed or whatever the case may be i don't know what it is like i don't know why you like real strong on fetty being your favorite baby father but fetty is not your baby father sis like, not your baby father, girl. Your baby father is Solo Lucci. And, I mean, he want everybody to, like, come to, you know, determine what the case may be. He also said, you know, bring a lot of tech to test because he swear up and down he had sex with Nikki. And, you know, Nikki might, Nikki from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, she might be another one with Silent Coochie. And that's not a problem. That's not a problem at all. Because one thing, you know, she do, you know, don't try to say too much when it comes down to that. But... You know, she may have some silent coochie too. But Alexis, your coochie was mixed coochie because you had all types of mixed shit in it. You had some of fatty and you had some of fucking solo luchi. So when you got the mixed coochie going, you do mix up, you know, who your baby father is. But that's okay, girl. 
I done figured it out for you. And you don't even have to worry about what your mixed coochie was doing at the time. Girl, Solo Lucci is your baby father. So we're going to go ahead and award him the baby father award to Alexis Sky because that is your baby father, girl. So in the discussion, we don't even need to talk about anything else because that's just what it is. So shout out to you, Solo Lucci. You got you another one. And, you know, before we close out the twerk something segment, because I have twerked so much because I'm so excited about my vacation. I'm going to be twerking on, on that goddamn boat. Hey, 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 on the boat. Hey, hey, on the boat. So, it was a lot going on with Remy Ma. She was defending R. Kelly. So, apparently, on the State of a Culture show, she was basically saying, you know... Rapists don't eat ass and this, that, and the third. And it was a lot of backlash. And I think Remy gets a lot of backlash for certain things that she says on the show. But the thing, when I watched it, she stayed neutral the whole time. Like, she really didn't, you know, do too much, but she did have some things to say about, you know, well, how can a rapist do this? How can a rapist do that? So, it was just like, I guess people, you know, thought that she was defending R. Kelly or whatever the case may be. I love Remy on this on this show. You know, she does speak a lot of facts. She is really speaking. She's really outspoken than what we normally hear from, you know, Remy Ma. So, I appreciated her. Um, the only thing is, like, this R. Kelly thing is a very touchy subject and it's very touchy subject because it's a lot of women out there that are really going through this and are really of young of age and he's like you know taking advantage of them and manipulating them so it's really hard for us to really give our opinion on anything if we you know probably haven't never experienced it or never you know been in their shoes or even talked to these women but you know she when I watched it she did stay neutral you know, she didn't, you know, she, she was asked the question and she was, you know, just giving her facts or whatever the case may be. Um, the producer did state that she wasn't defending him, that she was speaking on a video of R. Kelly, which Joe Button agrees. Remy clearly said that she wasn't defending him and she said he needs help. So, you know, a lot of people just jumped to the conclusions because they probably just saw, yet again, snippets of what she probably was saying on the show, but they didn't watch the full out show. So, you know, I don't think people should give her so much fucking hate, uh, you know, against this or whatever. But, you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. We know what R. Kelly is, so we're not even going to get really get too much into that. But that's just how I feel about that Remy thing. Like, I feel that she does a good job on the show. She states good facts. She gives her opinion. And she is entitled to her opinion because that's just what it is, her opinion. So, we all have fucking opinions and we all don't fucking agree. Just like fucking Alexis Scott don't agree with us that we think Solo Lucci is her baby father. But, sis, that's what it is. We're fucking right, Okay. So listen, we're going to twerk up out of here. We had some good things to discuss today. People have receipts, all right? You don't want me to bring the receipts, okay? Because they was coming out flowing on the internet this weekend, okay? Flowing. So let's get and see what you won't do. So what you won't do, Hillary Clinton, is make a bad joke about Cory Booker and Eric Holder. So basically, she was asked a question, I guess, about them. And she made some comments talking about, oh, they both look alike. No, bitch, no, they don't. And that was your way of trying to say that all black people look alike. See, this is why I say y'all need to do y'all research when it comes to these candidates now here people are trying to back her up and she don't even know what the people look like and the damn joke that she gave was terrible you know damn well who eric holder looks like okay because you've been in politics for a long time and he has been by you you know stood by you and all this other stuff so give me a fucking break okay hillary you know what the fuck they look like and if you thought that was a joke it was horrible all right and i don't accept it at all and what you won't do shelby heen is make yourself blackface in a beyonce costume then y'all fucking then megan not fucking teach y'all a lesson this bitch thing got fired from her job you done got fired from your job as a fucking nurse and you did the most 
horrible costume as fucking Beyonce with that fucking black face. Stop doing these black face people, okay? Let me tell you something. It's hard to be black out here, all right? And we don't have time for y'all to be making a mockery of what we go through being black, all right? So stop it with the fucking black face. And your costume was trash. You didn't even represent Beyonce in a good face. And then on top of that, Beyonce not even fucking black. This bitch is brown skin. Okay, she's brown and she's bronze. She's bronze. Okay, so you fucked up your whole costume altogether. Just fucked it up. And then what she won't do, Azalea Banks, is say that Cardi grandmother is witchcrafting, cursing Nicki Minaj. Okay, Azalea, we thought that you were long gone, honey. We thought that, you know, when you went through your little thing with Nick Cannon, we wasn't going to hear from you anymore. But here you are putting your fucking two-piece Okay, two cents or whatever into the goddamn Cardi and Nikki fight. And now you're trying to make it seem like Cardi grandmother's on some witchcraft shit because Nikki, no, bitch, no. Okay, we didn't ask you. We didn't ask from the peanut gallery. We didn't ask anything from the peanut gallery, the lemon drop gallery. We didn't ask anything from you. Nothing. We didn't ask for you. We didn't ask for your view. We didn't ask how you felt. We don't give a fuck about how you feel. Okay. Please, just stay out of it. No one mentioned your name at all. At all. Okay? So that's what you won't do. So what you won't do, Hillary Clinton, is say they all look alike. Because we don't all look alike. Okay? And what you won't do, Shelby Heen, is blackface and dress like Beyonce, bitch. Because Beyonce is not even that black. She's bronze. Okay? Bronze. And what you won't do, Azalea Banks, is put your fucking teeth two cents or two piece, whatever the fuck you want to call it, into the Cardi and Nikki fight, all right? And try to say that Cardi grandmother is putting witchcraft on Nikki. Bitch, please, give us a break. Nikki's crazy, just like you, okay? Both of y'all should collab on a song together. Two crazies together, okay? Okay? So, listen, this is episode 59, okay? Receipts. Bring the receipts, okay, good people? Make sure you go out there and vote. You guys have four days until the voting day, which is November the 6th. Shout out to my best friend, New York Neem, who has been on the show a lot of times. A lot of fans love her on the show. So shout out to her. Her birthday is on voting day, November the 6th. Okay, good people? I'm about to go on vacation. I'm about to get lit. I'm about to have me a good time. And I'm about to twerk, 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 twerk like crazy. Make sure you guys follow me on Shanghai Chronicles, Shanghai underscore Chronicles. And then my personal page is Shanghai87. I'm on all platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Make sure you download. Okay, good people. Have a good weekend. Have a good week. Be safe. And I'm out. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.